This is Line Dance Podcast. I'm Christopher Gonzalez. Welcome to our show. Thank you. What is your name? My name is McKenna Faith. McKenna Faith. All right. What is it that you do exactly? I'm a country music singer um, and songwriter. So uh, I tour all around and put on live shows and perform. So it's fun. Where have you been? I've been everywhere, it feels like. Um, I mean, I've been to Texas, Oklahoma. Um, I've actually been on a the Blake Shelton and Friends cruise like three years or two years in a row. So we went to Jamaica, um, the Cayman Islands, uh, so many like beautiful places over there. So Puerto Rico, it was a lot of fun. So I've been to a lot of places. Holy cow. How long have you been doing this for? Um, I've been doing it my whole life. I've been singing, but I started actually like touring and performing when I was about um, 14. And I've been, been at it since. Alright, uh, and tonight we are here at uh, Grattan Resort and Casino in Ronard Park, where yes. I, I live. Come into my neck of the woods, it's pretty cool. Uh, Alright, so what is your relationship with dancers? And like a lot of the folks who are going to be listening to this are like the line dance community. Uh, what, what's your relationship with dance, personally, professionally, any of that? Well, I mean, I personally love to dance, and uh, being a performer, it's great being up there when you see people having a good time and dancing, because you know you're doing something right when, you're, when you see people dancing and having fun. So, um, I have some friends that are dancers, you as well, and uh, I love dancing, so anything I can do, you know, to give you guys music to dance to, that's my job. Are there songs that you play that you find that a lot of people dance to at your shows? Um, yeah, I actually do old Hillbilly Boy um, and like We Like Trucks and stuff like that. Um, I do a lot of covers also, so Shania Twain tunes and um, the Dixie Chicks stuff like that. For people who have never heard you sing before, what would you say is your personal style? What sets you apart makes you different? Um, I would probably say, well people always try to like... I do. I try to like mix it up a little bit, so I try not to do like the same kind of stuff over and over again. So um, I feel like I have a variety. And so we do like country rock. Um, my new stuff is more kind of like country pop, and so um, it has diversity for everybody, not so just specifically country. So. You mentioned earlier that uh, you write songs as well. I do. Yeah, I started writing when I was uh, 13, and uh, I started with my voice coach Jenny Thompson and my mom. We read this book. It was like, uh, what is what are those books called? They're like, oh, songwriting for dummies. Uh, you know how they have all those books. So we read that, and uh, it didn't really help. You kind of just have to like learn it on your own. So uh, yeah, we started writing, and the first song I ever wrote by myself was Sugar and Spice, which was like my very first album, which you can't even like really buy anymore. Uh, we don't really sell it. I think we saw it on CD Baby for like $50 because there's only like a couple left. So um, people actually buy them, so it's kind of cool. But yeah, so Sugar and Spice was my first one. Kind of kept coming from there. When you say you, ha- you have to figure it out yourself, what's your process look like from beginning to end? Uh, I wouldn't say that I have like just a very strict thing I follow. I would say like kind of just sometimes you have a melody that comes into your head and you record it on your iPhone. And then also sometimes lyrics just come. So I have like in my phone, in my notes, I have so many just like little, little like uh, verses and song clips uh, that I just like sitting at work or sitting somewhere and just like pops into my head, drive my car and I just like record it on my phone. Um, and then you kind of 
you know, bring the melody. I like to do the melody and the lyrics kind of together. So it's a process for sure, but it's always good. How do you know when a song is done? Like, when does it feel like every word is exactly where it was meant to be? I don't know. You just know. You just when when, you're, when a song is finished, you're just like, as a songwriter, okay, you have so many songs, and the one that you just wrote, like your most recent one, is like your absolute favorite. So, um, when you're writing the song and it's just like done, you just know it just comes together. It was meant to be, so you just know. Have you ever collaborated with other artists? I do, yeah. I love co-writing because there's all these different um, ideas in the room. So um, I co-write, I co-wrote my album, my last one, Seal of the Kids, with um, Caleb Sherman and Monique Staffel out of um, Nashville. So, and my mom kind of helped out a little bit too. So that was really fun. We sat in the studio and just like all these ideas came about. And we, we wrote um, those five songs or six songs and two weeks so oh, wow. three weeks and uh, I remember we kind of got like stuck we couldn't write anymore we're like what do we write about so one of the songs on the record is called Handful of Everything and uh, there was like a jar of trail mix sitting in the corner of the room and it said Handful of Everything and we're like that's kind of a cool concept because you know you use that phrase all the time like you're such a handful like you're handful of everything you know you're not just like one thing so that's how that song came about and it's just kind of cool that the process of every song it has its own little character. What sorts of things like inspire you and influence you outside of your own experiences? Like, if somebody brings something that you never would have thought of, where does that tend to come from? Uh, that's a good question. Um, so yeah, I mean, being inspired, you just like are driving, listening people's stories that people mm. tell you, you take ideas from that. Um, a lot of times, you're like listening to conversation and people say something. And you're Oh, that's, that'd be a cool song, you know? Um, so I do that a lot uh, when I'm talking to somebody or That's really cool. So I write it down so I don't forget it. Um, so... And I'm sure a lot of people have thought like, oh, well, I, I can I could sing. Maybe I should go out there and then they don't do it. Like, what made you think, I'm doing this. I'm going all in. This is for me. This is what I'm doing. Uh, well, my dad actually sang. So I grew up listening. My family's very musical, so... Uh, I grew up listening to my dad sing in our praise team at our church, and uh, I always sang karaoke. We always sang karaoke. So I had a little like portable karaoke machine, microphone, always singing like Britney Spears and the Dixie Chicks and all stuff like that. And so um, I just always love singing. I love the way it makes me feel. No matter what's going on during the day, like, if I'm upset or sad, I get on stage and everything just goes away. It's just like it makes me feel so much better. Even just like listening to music. Music's so like therapeutic. If you're in a bad mood and you put on a song and it just like lifts your spirits, you know? So um, I think that was a really big reason and just I always loved performing on stage people, seeing people in the crowd having a good time. Um, I just knew that's just like what I wanted to do. I, they say pick a job that you like so that you love because you're going to be doing it every day for the rest of your life. So I love this one. So it sounds like uh you're describing something like what runners get into when they get in the zone, or when dancers get like really into, if for line dancing, for example, uh, you hear a song and you're you're moving with it, and it's like everything goes away. So like yeah, you mentioned it when does. you're on stage, what helps you get into that zone? Like light, sound, like everything. What 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 sorts of things all add up for you to put you in that state? I love. Uh, 
it's not even anything. I like before I get on stage, I like to be in a quiet place. I like to like even before I get on stage, I like to like put my headphones on and just like listen to music. Um, so that helps me get in the zone, and um, we always say a prayer before we go on stage. Um, once once you step on that stage, everything is just like it's just like a, like when you take a deep breath and like a fresh air. It's just like that's how it feels. So I'm sure you know. When you go to different venues, is there anything that uh, that the people in the audience, anything that they can do to help your state go easier or uh, help the process go smoother? Yeah, get up and dance. Um, have a good time. Just let loose. We're dancing like nobody's watching because I feel like everybody's so like, self-conscious about what everybody else thinks. So just let that all go. And nobody's judging you. Just have a good time. Do you have any memorable uh, dance experiences that you've been party to, like for big events or small events or anything like that? Um, yeah, I love, uh, let's see, I, I played um, a show recently, and it was just like a crowded room, and everybody, like my song is on the radio something something, so it's really cool when people know, know my songs, and I can like see them singing along in the audience, especially when I'm in a town that I would have never expected, like I'd never been to, you know, um, that happened a couple times when I was on the radio. That's exciting. It was really, really cool. That's a cool feeling. You're like, wow, people actually like listen to my music and love it. So that was really cool. Hmm. Uh, uh, so, is there anything that uh, that the people and uh, the venue owners and everything like that could do on the opposite end of the spectrum, uh, like? In your own personal experience or in a hypothetical experience, has there ever been a worst case scenario, worst possible experience that you've had or that could that you could imagine where everything just goes wrong? Sound system, floor, lights, like yes. what would that look like for you? Worst experience ever. Um, okay, well let's see. When I first started singing, um, I didn't have a band, so I sang with karaoke tracks, and uh, I um, I sang with karaoke tracks. So I was at this um, big car show. Singing in front of all these people, and the karaoke track just like it went off, it stopped working. Yeah, so um, I picked up the guitar behind me, and I I only knew how to play a couple songs. It was when I was like 14, but I was scared. I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy! Like, what am I gonna do? But I picked up the guitar, and I I knew how to play that song, and so I just like picked up where the track like ended, and it actually worked out well for me because everybody was like, whoa, like she actually. But um, worst, yeah, that happens. Like sometimes your mic doesn't work and it starts feeding back. I've had that, and not everybody knows about sound. And like in the audience, you know, you can you come to a show and you want it to sound good. So if something doesn't sound right. Not everybody is like, oh, well, she. It's it's not her. It's just the sound. But like I'm always I'm always like, oh, I hope you know it's like the sound. Like there's a bad sound guy or something. But um, your mic can go out. And Stuff like that does happen, but the show must go on. You gotta just perform and make the best of it. That's what you're there for. So. Definitely. Yeah. So this one's kind of like a three-part uh, question, and you could take each one individually if you like. Up uh, in the course of your musical journey, what uh, challenges, conflicts, and criticisms have you encountered, and how have you surmounted all of those? Well, I think that you should take. I mean, I've had people come up to me and say different things, but. 
some people are. Everybody has a different opinion. Everybody says something different. And you take it however much you want. You have to have thick skin to be in this business because not everyone's going to tell you what you want to hear. And luckily, my parents raised me like to, you know, just my mom always said, like, be like a duck, let the water just roll off your back. You know? So um, you have to definitely have thick skin. You can't be super sensitive in this business because people are going to tell you you suck and that you need to work better, you're not working hard enough, you know, so you just kind of have to take, like, if somebody gives you um, criticism, just take it, constructive criticism, just take it and do what you can with it, do better, and be like gas in a car, you know, like, you just keep going, just let it cool you, so, um, yeah, I mean, I've always just kept going, no matter what people say, going off again, um, no matter what people say, but, um, I mean, there's good, people say, yeah, like I said, everybody's opinionated, so people are, everybody's going to have a different opinion about something, so, um, yeah. Are there any specific recurring like, fears that you have that just need to keep getting hammered down so you can get on to the next thing? You know, okay, I, so when I get on stage, I always, I've always felt really comfortable on stage, um, but the thing I... So a lot of people ask me to sing the national anthem. Um, at uh, I used to sing it all the time at rodeos and barrel races, and um, it was when I sing at like football games and basketball games and stuff. And I sang at an A's game. Okay, so that was like the scariest thing ever. I don't really get nervous, like super nervous, to sing a song until it's a national anthem because everybody knows it. Everybody's gonna know if you mess up. Yep. So like, when I get super nervous, like every time I sing the national anthem. I just like, I don't know what it is, I'm just like so nervous and like I just, it's kind of gross but like, I just like, you have so much like saliva in that, I think it's because I get so nervous. So my worst fear is like burping in the mic or like forgetting the words and like um, to the national anthem and just, uh, yeah, that's probably like my biggest fear or just like, I always been like so nervous to sing the national anthem, but it always pans out and works out. But when I sang the national anthem at the A's game, they had an in-ear system, um, but they didn't tell me, so I didn't bring my monitors. So I just used like headphones. Um, but there was a big delay. It was like a three-second delay from what you heard in your ears to what was on the loudspeakers. So you could, you had to just like focus on your own like own voice, so you wouldn't like get thrown off because it was a three-second delay. So I was like, during rehearsal, because you get like five minutes for sound check, like, I was like, oh my god, this is so different, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. But it ended up working out, but it was scary, but, you know, it was fun. So that's probably like my, like, no, I wouldn't say like biggest fear, but I definitely get super nervous in the Well, this is a, a question that Tim Ferriss asked, it's uh, sort of related actually. Um, is there anything that you you have uh, brought into your to what it is that you do say for like a hundred dollars or less that has had a huge impact on you uh, any like tool or tech or maybe even outfit that uh, that's just made everything so much easier for you like that having having that uh, in-ear thing yeah um, the in-ears yeah definitely help a lot because you can pretty much it, for one it protects your hearing so that's nice because you can control what you're hearing because it blocks out everything else um, so you can control your volume on your pack so I that has been like a big game changer for me a wireless mic so you can walk around 
don't have to worry about tripping on any boards or uh, falling. So definitely those two are helpful. Um, the humidifier, oh, yeah. those work really well. Um, because your voice singing so much, you know, it's not like an instrument where you can just like play it and play and play and nothing happens. Um, it does get tired, so you have to take care of it. So um, the humidifier helped a lot. What have you splurged on the most? Like, whether it was a, a good idea or a bad idea, like, what have you just, like, thrown your money at because you wanted to? Clothes. Clothes? I was such a bad clothes addict. I buy clothes all the time. I just, like, put it on my credit card. And, like, if I want something or, like, shoes, I love shoes. Shoes and clothes, I just love it. Um, so that's probably what I spend the most money on. And uh, so you mentioned that you've been to a bunch of venues uh, along your, your touring and whatnot. Are, are there any that stand out for you as far as the, the experience of being a performer there? Yeah. Um, my number one is uh, probably the at the Gorge in George Washington. Um, that was so, it's so beautiful. It's, it's, the stage is right up against the canyon. And um, it looks like, it's like the Grand Canyon looks but it's so pretty, like, when the sun goes down, and it's just, like, the weather was, like, perfect, and I got to, like, mingle with all the artists, and the food catering was, like, amazing, and they treated us really good there, so that's probably, like, my number one, just because everything was, like, perfect, the scenery, and everything was definitely my favorite, um, and then probably the cruise, just because it was, like, a, a paid vacation, like, I got to go to Jamaica, like, places I would have never probably been. And at these venues, do you dance with the crowd when they start dancing? Um, I sometimes do, um, not all the time. Um, I do get breaks in between my sets, so we play like Cupid Shuffle and The Wobble and like uh, stuff like that. So I definitely go out and dance and do the Cupid Shuffle with them. It's really fun. What sort of music makes you dance just in life? just one genre so I listen to like variety but I like R&B and like I listen to a lot of like um, R&B um, like I go I have Spotify so I just go on like uh, Discover Weekly like uh, whatever's on there um, so I don't know probably just like anything that has like a good beat like, you just, I love music that you just can't sit still to um, it's funny me and my just this last Thanksgiving, my family always comes up, and we're all just like a bunch of hams in the family. Like everybody just like is nobody's shy in our family, and so uh, we just like always have like a big dance party. And we do like a dance circle and like we jump in. Like my dad gets in there and like competes with his brother and dances. It's so funny. It's like out of those movies. We're like that family that like plays the piano and sings along. We're just like that's it's funny. Wow, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> it is a lot of fun. What, uh, what else, I guess, uh, is something about you that you think would surprise people? Surprise people. Hmm. I don't know. That's tough. Uh, well, let's see. I don't even ask this question. Surprise people. I try to be funny. Uh, people think I'm funny sometimes, but uh, I don't know. What surprise people? I love food. I am like a, a fat kid trapped in a skinny girl's body. Like, that's literally all I think about is food. So probably that. Because people look at me and they're like, you need to eat a burger. I'm like, you have no idea how much food I eat. I eat like all day long. I'm like a grazer. So I just like, I eat my meal and then like 
two hours later or an hour later, I'm hungry again. So I eat again. I, think, I always thank God I have a fast metabolism because, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I feel you on that yeah. one. Uh, is there anything that you either believe or think about that other people would think is just crazy? Hmm. I could have sworn I saw a, a UFO sighting the other on Halloween. Wait, was it Halloween? No, it wasn't. It was it was in Petaluma, and it was this. It was like a rocket or something. I wow. saw it on the news like the next day, but. Um, me and my friend are driving, and I was like, oh my god, it's a UFO! But I, I swear it was. I don't know what it was. But, but yeah, I, you know, what else would shock people that I believe? Um, are there any questions, with all the interviews that you've done, are there any questions that you have not been asked that you wish someone would have asked? Do you think somebody um, just, you know, missed? You were like, you were all set, you had an answer ready for it. They all just, they just don't ask it. Um... I wish people asked me more about food, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, they pretty much cover a lot a lot of questions. Um, they never really ask about my family. Um, like my, how many brothers and sisters I have. or They never really ask about that. Maybe it's too personal. I don't know. What can you tell us about your family? Um, I am the youngest of uh, three. So I have an older brother and sister. And uh, we're all really close-knit. Big family people, so we always get together on the holidays and whenever chance we get. Me, and my brother, and my sister are super close, so it's a lot. It's a lot. So, in the performance space, are there any problems that you feel like still haven't been solved that uh, you wish somebody would come along and fix it and that would make everything easier for you? The lights, the sound, again, anything involved in the process? Yeah, I wish I had like a stage built for me. Like, I could just bring on the road and get it built every night with lights and like a, a riser that I could just like come out in the middle of the stage, you know? That would be nice. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I would love to have a stage like built. Like, I was watching this documentary on Taylor Swift, and she had like built her stage. That would be pretty nice. A private jet would be nice to fly to my shows. <laughs> but yeah. Is there any life advice that you would give to the folks who are listening right now? Yeah, um, don't give up. Do something you're passionate about and uh, put your all into it because this day and age in 2015, anything's possible. You can pretty much do anything. So just you put your mind to it, you can, so don't give up. Is there a request that you would have of the people who are Anything you would ask them to do, like any action they can take that would like really mean something for you? Um, come out to my shows. Uh, that would be awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, come talk to me. A lot of people like message me. Um, be like, I saw you on Safeway today, and they never came and said hi to me. They're like, I wanted to say hi to you so bad, but they just were like too scared, I guess, or just like weren't sure. So, if you ever see me anywhere, whether I'm in my pajamas out eating something just come up and say hi to me so oh like like yeah. the we we had just now yes um, <laughs> give me a Reese's peanut butter cup but yeah so don't be afraid to come talk to me and how would people get in contact with you um i have my facebook page which i run all my social media so um you're actually talking to me and not just like somebody else so uh, mckenna-faith.com is my website mckenna faith on facebook instagram and twitter and i also have snapchat so it's McKenna 33, McKenna 3323 on Snapchat, so add me. How do you spell McKenna? M-C-K-E-N-N-A. 
Oh, is it is it like how it's spelled on these <laughs> bracelets? These, these wonderful McKenna Faith uh, wristbands that we have here. Yes, and if you come to a live show, you get a free wristband. So. We can uh, have have our guest over here stick out her arm as well. We'll just oh, kind of put yeah. this right in front of the camera. Woo. Yeah, there we go. McKennaFaith.com. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's see. I believe there was a, there's another question I had for you. Uh, Oh yes, what projects are you working on right now besides going up on stage in just a few minutes? So, um, I actually am moving to Nashville uh, end of January. I'm going to be spending um, spending my time between Nashville and California, which I've kind of been doing, but I'm actually going to get a place there. And um, just going to write with people and uh, really network and um, try to... I need to be there, so that's where all the magic happens. So, um, yeah, I'm in. That'll be a big, big step for me. So I'll be moving there and see what, see where it takes me. Yeah. And then my last question for you: What song of yours should everyone go out and listen to right now? What is the most representative song that uh, you're the proudest of, uh, that you know people really need to hear to get a sense of you? That's a tough one. Um, probably a handful of everything. It's, uh, it's kind of about myself, but it doesn't only apply to me. It applies to Pretty much everybody out here, everybody goes to the same stuff. So, probably a handful of everything off my album, Seal of the Case. It's a little slower, but I love it. It's one of those songs that you don't really get sick of, so I like it. So everyone, go out, listen to some handful of everything. Yes. Uh, I'm gonna let you get back to your your musicing Thank right you. over there. Thank you again for coming on our Thanks show. Thanks for having me. And uh, maybe we'll get a round two next time you're touring yes. this area. Yes. Awesome. Thank you.